Hello everybody, it's me, Lindsay Rogers. Welcome to the Pro Wrestling Fan Vlog Podcast, episode number 34. Anyway, before I begin, I just want to let you guys know that you guys can support me through the podcast as by tipping through my Cash App and or Venmo uh, account. Uh, it'll be in the description that in the, it'll be in the description of this podcast, so I'm just letting you guys know. Anyway, and I also want to say is that this will be, I don't know if I'm going to end this, this, but I may need to take a break probably around the holiday season in order to set things up because sometime next year I'm going to be trying to implement uh videos into this podcast so who knows if this is gonna work or not because somehow I tried to get an email somehow I got through to it so I may post this as well on the YouTube channel the wrestling fan blog but anyway I just don't know how this is gonna work but I don't know if, oh but I may have to do take a break for the holidays. So who knows? Anyway, let's begin, shall we? Um, our, my first story about this is, well, something that I should talk about. And that is, is the National Wrestling Alliance. It's, uh, is heading towards, I guess, its final pay-per-view you for next month month that is taking place called Hard Times 2 Ooh. and uh, the match is going to be for the Martin match is being set I'm not sure this will be a non I don't know if this is a non-title match but or a title match but I think it's probably going to be a non-title because it's going to be Mike Knox will be taking on against the National Wrestling Alliance and it's um, World Heavyweight Champion Trevor Murdoch. What happened was uh, there was a footage from by any means necessary uh, while Trevor was doing a uh, fan uh, meetup. Apparently, somehow out of nowhere comes Mike Knox, and not only he pushes Trevor's son, he goes into he goes inside the cage with a steel chair and start beating up Trevor with a steel chair, and then of course, after watching that horrifying attack. Mike Knox uh, cuts a promo and he insults Trevor Murdoch and mentioning of Harley Race. He's saying that he's not like Harley Race. And I'm like, okay, Mike? I mean, question is, who trained you, buddy? Um, it's apparently because it's ridiculous. But yeah, Mike Knox just decided to insult Trevor Murdoch because you know 
it's just really, really awful. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, he's been trained by Navajo warrior. <sighs> anyway, and I don't know why I uh, Mike Knox is so offensive, offended by what Chermerdock is saying about uh, uh, why Trevor appreciates the man and who had responsible for trading him before his sudden passing. Dang. You know, sure enough, he said he's coming for Trevor. And then, of course, Trevor cuts a promo in his, uh, looks like working shed. And he calls out Mike Knox badly enough. And he also tells Billy Gorgon that he wants the match against Mike Knox. Uh, because after all, Trevor for get disrespected, not just because he got attacked by Mike Knox, but tossing his uh, son like he's sort of of a fish in a f fish in a fish market <laughs> being tossed at. It's like really crazy. And then sure enough, Mike Knox tells, oh yeah, we're gonna go at this. So, I don't know what's going on, but it's going to be crazy. And if you guys want to know that the footage that I saw on uh, YouTube was different from when uh, Trevor was doing his promo. But what happened was, yeah, Mike Knox did what he told his son. And then he locks himself in a cage with a steel chair and attacked Trevor Murdoch. And apparently the wrestlers... Um, somehow his son got up for this and Billy Corgan sees what's going on and Corgan's like really mad of what uh, Mike Knox is doing. So it's crazy, but <coughs> sure enough, uh, though Mike Knox disrespecting Trevor Murdoch and his promo, oh, on him and Tarla Race. It's like... Sounds like to me that Mike is jealous of what Trevor has done. And, and people don't... And even though if some people may agree with him, but nobody understands that, you know, Trevor Murdoch uh, appreciates and idolizes his... his former trainer. His late former trainer, to be exact. And sure enough, I kind of do as well. And, you know, that was one of the two he th thinking about on his mind. Maybe three if you count uh, Harley Race's wife. I mean, after all, he posted on uh, his Instagram account the of a photo of him looking at Heart, there was a photo of Harley Race and his wife if, in one picture. And then there's another picture of Trevor Murdoch, but with a man. And that man is his former, uh, his late former daddy tag team partner, Lance Cade. 
in which Trevor says that both Harley Race and Lance Kate were definitely on his mind and made me cry about that. But anyway, I'm just, it sounds really cool that Trevor going to have an opportunity to go after uh, Mike Knox thanks to Billy Corgan. So go get him, Trevor. <laughs> okay, so Billy Corgan decides to make this announcement and Fight TV tweeted this out. It says, bring up the megaphone. Billy Corgan is announced that the spectacular lineup for the National Wrestling Alliance Hard Time 2. Of course, we have Mike Knox versus Trevor Murdoch. And it turns out it's for the National Wrestling Alliance uh, World uh, World Championship. <laughs> uh, of course, it says here, William Patrick Corgan. I'm like, dude, we still know he was Billy Corgan, bruh. <laughs> Anyway, of course, that will probably be the main event. Of course, Trevor Murdoch is probably going to seek out revenge on Mike Knox for disrespecting him, his son, and this, this, and also a heart of the race, because, you know, those, because nobody should be talking badly about Trevor Murdoch. <laughs> I mean, especially because how disgusting Mike Knox set, did. Without realizing, you know, Trevor had so much thought about about Harley Race. Actually, like, right before the 73rd anniversary of the National Wrestling Alliance, Murdoch posted a photo of him, him looking at uh, two photos. Uh, which one he's looking at? at. It's a photo of, uh, of uh, Harley Race and his wife. Sadly, both of them ended up passing away. Eh? And there's another photo. It's Trevor from Murdoch. Uh, but he's with somebody. And it's just his former tag team partner, the late Lance Cade. Apparently, Murdoch was thinking about both of them. Um, And I will say this, despite the so much change and also growing a beard, I'm just glad Trevor's... I don't know why, but I still still appreciate Trevor Murdoch, no matter what. It just took me time to like him. Anyway, there's also matches. We have Camille versus Melina. Uh... <laughs> Which is, I guess, for the National Wrestling Alliance uh, Women's Championship. Yep. Since Camille is the champion. There'll be a special in-ring tribute to Jazz. As, and apparently uh, Tyrus versus Siron for the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the uh, National World, the National Wrestling Alliance World Television Championship match with the uh, special guest for free Pope, <laughs> and, and the Black Pope himself, Elijah Burke. 
Right. <laughs> uh, apparently, we also have uh, Nick Aldis versus Thomas Latmere <coughs> in the grudge match. Match. And of course, we have the National Wrestling Alliance Tag Team Championship match going down. Um, between uh, the end against La Rebellion. Apparently, the national apparently we also have the national hold up. What was that? Of course, the. Oh yeah, the National Wrestling Alliance uh, her- National Heavyweight Championship between Judas against Chris <laughs> Chris Adonis or more likely to me Chris Masters. <laughs> Which, uh, I didn't see that there. Um, we also have the uh, the n- uh, apparently uh, there's going to be a three-way match for the National Wrestling Alliance World's Women's Tag Team Championship match between Lady Frost and Natalia Markov versus the Hex versus Kylie Ray and Tutti Lin. And the Hex is uh, Allison Kay and Marty Bell. Uh, yeah. And then we have Colby Corino versus Doug Williams. Yep, Steve Greenall's son is wrestling against Doug Williams. <laughs> and of course we have this match. It's a qualifying match for the National Wrestling Alliance Junior Heavyweight Championship. It is Austin Aries versus Red Titus. I'm like, oh dear lord. Billy, really? <laughs> And if you guys don't know, I guess this, I guess this is probably the first. I guess this is not the first time, but this is probably the first time happening in a National Wrestling Alliance ring. So what that means is, well, well, I guess I know how to say this. Both Halston Aries and Rhett Titus know each other because during the days in Ring of Honor, um. What happened was uh, Austin Aries managed Red Titus and another wrestler goes by the name of Kenny King. And the two of them uh, as a tag team known as the uh, known as uh, known as uh, All Night Express. So if you're wondering what what uh, Red's t- what what Rhett Titus's uh, Twitter handle is? It says Rhett Titus A N X. That means short. It's short for All Night Express. <sighs> Even though he, he just calls himself, I am the foundation, the professional foundation. So. But yeah, they're gonna go at it, and even though I don't know why Billy Corgan does that, but. The man's probably much of a genius. Uh, 
Anyway, there's also a... There'll also be a qualifying gauntlet in order to choose a random draw ends for the, again, the National Wrestling Alliance Junior Heavyweight Championship. Uh, those are going to be in it, including uh, uh, Jer Jeremiah Plunkett, uh, Victor Benjamin, PJ Hawk, Luke Hawk, Araya Davari, Darius Lockhart, Homicide, C.W. Anderson, Sal Rionaro, uh, Kerry Morton, Jamie Staley, and Alex Taylor. Jeez. <laughs> now, I don't know. This is going to be crazy. And of course, we also, ha and of course, there's the, and also, let's see here. Of course, there will be a special appearance by the hardcore legend Mick Foley. The, <laughs> and apparently, the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship match will be on the line as OGK. We'll be defending it against Aaron Stevenson and Kratos, which is what? Wait, are the Ring of Honor World Tag Team? Really? Wait, is that Mike Bennett and, uh, oh, Matt Tavers? Really? Taven? Sorry, Matt Taven, yeah. Ugh, sorry, guys, I'm botching today. And, of course, Mickey James will be in action. Good for her. And it says, National Wrestling Alliance, hard time to, revenge has no bounds. Bounds. will be taking place on December 4th. It'll be live on Fight TV. And, uh, yeah, and the pay-per-view cost at $24.99. And, uh, I think I still have a, I think I have a code for that. Hold up. Alright, let me open this. I yeah, I have an account. Ah, crap! I forget. I must have changed the password. Yeah, I did. Hold up. <laughs> I'm just looking into this. Uh. So yeah. So, but anyway, that's what's going down. I'll I'll find I'll have a chance to get on and later. Okay, okay. I'll find out late. I'll get the go later. Okay, okay. Oh boy, yeah, boy, yeah, boy, yeah, boy. I know most of you guys are shocked with the what's going on with Billy Corgan and and the National Wrestling Alliance on uh, final show for December or. Er, Final show in December, or two thousand twenty-one. But here's something crazy: Impact Wrestling announced something on their Instagram account and probably on Twitter as well. That even though it, even though 
they're not even there, but in wrestling posted that their first pay-per-view of 2022 is hard to kill. However, <laughs> the this is a shock because it says here er, breaking the first ever knockout ultimate X match will take place at Hard to Kill on January 8th at the factory in Dallas, Texas. Holy smokes. So the knockouts are getting their chance to be partake in the ultimate X. And of course, somebody has to be so rude. I'm like, holy sh holy fruitas and all. I mean, are you kidding me? So yeah, the first ever for er. Impact of Wrestling's Knockouts Ultimate X <laughs> that's gone down in Dallas, Texas. Oh my word. This is crazy. <laughs> and I don't know what else to say about this. I mean... I mean, this is crazy enough Impact Wrestling would announce this, but oh boy. And I guess because there's also the uh, turning point shape matches went down. Uh, so I guess everybody ended up successfully retaining their championships except for, I guess... Huh. So what I'm just saying, I guess I can do a little quick uh, rundown for the, I guess, the uh, turning point. So, I guess as Jordan Grace retained and did uh, her uh, a digital media championship from uh, uh from uh Chelsea Green <laughs> in and I guess the iconics had no, sorry the former iconics the inspirations uh retained their <laughs> retained their titles at turning point. I forget against who. Uh, I think it was the Undead Brides. Eight. A.K.A. Young's uh, henchwomen. <laughs> and then um, the team of... Uh, what's, what's it? Brandy, Lauren, and Kimberly. Yes. The one and only... A. Um, let's see. And I, and I guess from, let's see, what else is for the quick results? Uh, 
I guess Trey McGill retains the Exodus Championship. Mickey James retained the Knockouts. Wait, they rebranded to the Knockouts World Championship? I thought it would be just the Knockouts Championship. Oh, jeez. And, and apparently the Good Brothers there's retained the Impact World Tag Team Champions. But, uh, I don't know. I guess what happened was, uh, Oh yeah, Jonah has arrived in Impact Wrestling and does and he uh decimated Josh Alexander. So <laughs> of course <laughs> Of course he also did was right before he went to deck the crap out of Josh Alexander, he did a little mean meme with uh Jeff Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. Okay, so, uh, yeah, let me go quickly get that over right now. <laughs> Alright, I think I got the results for uh, Turning Point. Impact Wrestling's uh, Turning Point from uh, WrestlingHeadlines.com um, is written by Josh Lopez. The first match went down was uh, Ace Austin with Mad Madman Fulton versus Chris Sabin, and there's a lot to talk about. But I go quickly and says it's it says here Chris Sabin wins via pinfall. Then we have Heath and Rhino versus Violent by Design with Cody Dean and Eric. A um, it's Joe Doring, and uh, oh, and wait, huh? Joe, Do oh, and uh, the one and only Eric Young. I was looking at this, reading this. <laughs> like, who the heck is heck it is? Like, oh, it was Joe Doring and uh, Eric Young, and it was. And Violet Bite is on win via pinfall. In other words, Eric Young and uh, Joe Deer Doring beat the crap out of Heath Miller and uh, Rhino. Okay, then we have the third matches. Well, Rich Swan with Willie Mack versus uh, VSK with Zicky Dice. And. Uh, <laughs> Which one wouldn't be a pinfall? Okay, that's kind of cool. I think the only thing I should say about this, say something about Rich Sean. And I don't know if you have, I don't know if you do follow both Rich Swan and his wife Sue Young, but Jesus, I can believe this. <laughs> Let me explain. Uh, there's a, it's on Sue Young's uh Twitter account. Out. She retweeted something of a uh, Twitter account called Church of Joshi. Anyway, and there was a video promoting, I guess, Sue Young's uh, merch, and and it looks weird to me, in my opinion. It and because the video, it, and it's a video promo, and it starts off with uh, uh, Sue Young. Not in her undead bride 
a look. Uh, she's more for like the casual, but a little bit, I don't know, uh, punk-esque. And Rich is like in a t-shirt, in shorts, and, and flip-flops. And they're in a carnival together. And sure enough, it goes there and it's at night. And then sure enough, uh, Sure enough, uh, and and it turns out while the two of them are like talking, they having fun, and then next thing you know, Rich gets bitten, and he is like, and his mouth is like full of blood. And when I'm just so young, oh, she just transferred into her undead bride. It looks, I was like, oh jeez, this is the weirdest video I ever seen. I'm like, I like the, I like seeing Su Young not in her undead bride stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I need. It's just Rich, on the other hand, oy, I don't know how they got away with that. <laughs> that he did. They did for some reason. Ugh. And they, the fourth match between uh, Matt Cardona against uh, William Morrissey. And from what I'm reading is William Morrissey defeated uh, Matt Cardona. Now, the fifth match was the it, for the Impact Knockouts uh, World Tag Team Championship. Yeah, and it was... Uh, oh, it says the Inspiration versus the K. No, wait. The K? Hold up. Oh, it is. Oh, I see here. But it says, I thought they were going after the undead bridesmaids. But it's actually the K, which is Rosemary. But who's her tag? Oh, Jessica Havoc. Never mind. <laughs> so that's who they took on against. The inspiration. Eh, deuce. Oh, God dang it. Ugh. Dude doesn't respect the girls. I'm sorry, but if you, I'm just gonna say this: anybody who's writing results, especially you, Josh Lopez, do it correctly. And it's two eyes because they are the inspiration, and it's because the two eyes are representing the girls. <laughs> Actually, and here's a crazy thing, you know the lady, the, you know the that uh, f lady who came out with uh, ca with uh, Cassie Lee and uh, um, <laughs> McKay, uh, yeah, Harley. Oh boy, oh boy, yeah. Really? Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, Jessica McCray and Cassie Lee. They have, they both came out uh, with that woman. Uh, her name is, uh, uh, um, 
That's the way it looks. I'm just gonna do this right. Um. Harley Cameron. Um, it's been revealed that she's about to wrestle. Oh, um, in apparently on February fifth, uh, twenty twenty-two, she's wrestling against Scarlett Bordeaux. So you think she can only just sing with uh the do the entrance for the Iconics? Oh boy, I did not suspect that either. But she's also a pro wrestler, and she's gonna be wrestling against Scarlett Bordeaux. Oh. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Uh, where am I? So yeah. Okay. So. So the inspirations defeated the uh, Jessica Havoc and uh, Rosemary. Okay. Then we have the six match now. Trey and now the Trey Miguel retained the title, but. Who they face against? Uh, Lardo. Who they? Who he face against? Uh, Lardo Kid, Steve, and oh, it's a triple threat. Lardo Kid and Steve Macklin were in the match as well, so they took on against Trey. Gail and McGill won the match. <sighs> oh, and Mickey James, who successfully defend her title against Mercedes Martinez. Wow. Uh huh. And I get this tweet. It says the IPWF returns with the third by third on two on December eighteenth in the Divas Arena. What? I don't know what that tweet was about. I don't think it's about. Wait, AIP <laughs> did Impact Wrestling first to call himself the IPWF? So the we're going to refer as the Impact Wrestling Inc. Federation. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, okay. The eighth match had the Good Brothers against Bullet Club, but who? Oh, they took an. Oh, I see. So apparently, Carl Anderson and uh, Luke Gallows is to retain the titles against Chris Bay and. Who the heck is Bay's tag team partner? Oh, Hiku Leo. Oof. Oh boy. And then, of course, we have. The last one is uh, Moose versus Eddie Edwards in a full metal mayhem match for the Impact World Championship. And I think, think Moose must have retained. Wait. I thought it's Josh Alexander. Oh, don't tell me Moose defeated him. Oh, or is that still a controversy going on? Oh, no way. Anyway. So, Moose probably, I don't know, he probably defeated Eddie Edwards. I think Twitter's going crazy right now. Or, no, wait, the match is still going? Really? 
Although I find it so weird that things went completely down. <sighs> anyway, I'm looking through to see who... Ooh, goody. <laughs> uh, I'm still looking through here for a moment. Uh, oh, there's, yeah, they're still going at it. Uh, which apparently Moose exposed ring boards and he plants Eddie Edwards on there. I can't believe this match is still going. <laughs> yeah, so Moose slams Eddie. I got so confused. I thought the match would be over by now, but I guess it's still going. Oh, boy. Even though I find it so weird. But at the same time... Uh... Yeah, so when I was... Oh, yeah, and of course, uh, Jonah... And it's here as he ended up decimating uh, Josh Alexander. But hang on. I'm just trying to find out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Somebody says Moose retains in a banger. Okay. That sounds good, I guess. <laughs> uh, of course, there's, I know there's one person that Moose is going to be dealing in the near future. And that's uh, Sammy Callahan. Because if you guys don't know, Sammy is <laughs> Sammy's recovering from an injury he had. Poor, poor guy. Of course, he always says he ends up saying that he curse out the. Curse out Moose is in an Instagram post which he says here he says with a when he's flipping the bird it says he says F you Moose Oi <laughs> So yeah he's mad <laughs> Crazy Oi Hello, everybody. Uh, sorry, this, I, I'm going to add upon this podcast, but since I've been under the weather in the last 24 hours or so, um, I guess I do want to talk about Daddy Survivor Series because there is something weird went down. Um, and also, I also want to address what also went down on uh, Monday Night Raw. So, because I will want to end that podcast as upon this. So, let me look for the results. Uh, okay, first there's the Survivor Series results. Uh, and it was presented by Rent Notice. Which I guess this is, has to do with uh, the, uh, the movie on... I think it has to do with the move, 
It's presented by Red Notice, which is, I think it's the movie. Yeah, it's the movie starring uh, Dwayne Johnson, uh, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. Uh, where uh, Dwayne Johnson so it has to go who plays a uh an a good guy and goes up against and both Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot and try and tries to track the down it's a action comedy and uh <laughs> and i find it a little too funny since these three are also playing upon, well, superheroes. Well, actually, they, I think Dwayne's is filming up for an upcoming movie. I don't think it's a superhero movie. But anyway, yeah, so the movie headed up sponsoring Survivor, Duddy Survivor Series. <laughs> so anyway, at the Explosive Survivor Series 2021, United States, sorry, Universal Champion Roman Reigns triumph over Duddy champion Big E. Raw Women's champion Becky Lynch overcame SmackDown's Women's champion Charlotte Flair and Seth Rollins and Bianca Belair emerged as the sole survivors in their respected traditional Survivor Series elimination matches and so much more. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> so it says here, uh, Roman Reigns defeated Big E. Uh, Bianca Belair survived the for the women's uh five on five traditional Survivor Series elimination match. The Raw Tag Team Champions, All K Bro, defeated SmackDown Tag Team Champions The Usos. <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins emerges for it. <laughs> The sole survivor in the men's five on five, and of course, Becky Lynch's. Uh, <laughs> and of course, Becky Lynch defeated uh, Charlotte Flair, and then of course there was the Mr. Reigns Cleopatra egg, and then the Intercontinental Championship match was kicked off as uh, the kickoff matches. Intercontinental Champion Shinji Nakamura defeated United States Champion Damian Priest by disqualification. Oh, this is this is embarrassing. Yikes! Oh, uh, so apparently there was an egg stolen. It was called the Cleopatra egg, and I'm going to check that out. Really. <laughs> okay, okay, I guess I can try to explain what's going on. Well, apparently, Man is back. Egg. He shows up in Survivor Series with the egg called the Cleopatra's egg. Anyway, he 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 got brought in in the with in Cheers, and I was like, oh. And of course, when he brought out the egg, no one of Cheers so like Vince says, clap for the egg. Well, I he singles singles some to do so, and then of course. Uh, Roman Reigns went to go see see Mr. McMahon at his office and showing off Vincent out showing off the egg. It's like really crazy. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> and I guess what it was that I think what's going on it was an awkward situation, especially with uh with uh 
Vince McMahon and Roman Reigns, especially because he wants to show off the egg in front of Roman, and he says that the eggs cost like a hundred million dollars. And which only comment says, oh, that's the cost of my next contract. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> my God. Dang. Roman just, like, went there. <laughs> anyway. Now, let me, I know I, and then let me jump over to the, I guess, what the heck? Let me see if I can get to the results from last night's. Raw. It says here, uh, Big E makes study championship statement to Theory, Rawls, and Owens. After Austin, after Austin Theory, oh, uh, so apparently, so I guess the egg was stolen, and it turns out it was Austin Theory. And this is what happens. It says here, after Austin Theory was awarded with a dirty title match for sealing Mr. McMahon's 100 million clear Patrick egg, and I guess returning it, Big E made sure to hold him off and make sure a statement to Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens in the process. Plus, Bobby Lashley dominated it Dominated Ray and Dominic Mysterio, you know, new daddy women's tag team championships from Crown and more. Oh, you bay. Oh boy. Okay, so let me look at the raw results. Okay, so apparently Matt Riddle defeated Dolph Ziggler. And it says here, Matt Riddle decides to take Rennie Orton's advice to the next level and literally try to embody the Viper for this matchup against Dolph Ziggler. After pulling off Orton's entrance from the music to the ring walk, the original bro was all about business in the ring and emerged victoriously. Victorious, yes. From a golden match after a hit in Ziggler with an incredible RKO. Follow the bout, the Viper paid tribute right back by busting out a wicked bro Derek on Robert Roode. Oh! Damn! <laughs> oh my god, what did he do with the board, Matt Riddle? What the heck? She's done what he want. What are you doing to Matt Riddle badly enough? <laughs> Okay, the next one we have Bianca Belair defeated Tamina. Tamina was looked to redeem her defeat from last week in a rematch against Bianca Belair. With Natalia in her corner, Tamina tried her mighty eight. Yes, by the end, it was the EST of WWE who got the win after connecting with another massive KOD. I guess that's Bianca's signature maneuver. After the match, <laughs> Piper Neven once again emerged to hit Belair with a smashing crossbody splash, leaving her down while she got to celebrate with a couple of new friends and, oh, snap. <laughs> so, uh, so I guess I guess Natalie Neinhardt and and uh, Sorono Smoka 
staking Piper Niven and underneath their wing. That's a good. I guess they're doing something really good for the three of them. <laughs> okay, it says here, Seth Rollins took out Finn Balor with two victorious stunts. The scheduled bout of Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor was never officially underway as the visionary drip ruined Balor's entrance by pushing him off the apron and hitting him with two vicious slumps, leaving medical personnel to tend to the prince. In other words, Jesus 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 Right. How do I want to say Sheesh. Jeez. What the heck, Seth? You took it out Fergal Devon badly enough. Oh, and they're referring him as the prince. Oh, can we just refer him as Prince Devon again? <laughs> God dang it, Diddy. <Daddy. laughs> uh, then we have the Street Profits. This is AJ Styles and almost an Antonio contest. <laughs> AJ Styles versus almost came into this tag team contest looking to extinguish the Street Profits. Prophet Smoke, but Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins had other plans. Well, when the time was right, Dawkins pulled out an actual fight <laughs> No way they did not. It's really almost with it. it. It leading to the end of the match, as the phenomenal one was attempt to right the wrong, he found himself caught in the middle of the fire signature smoke, as well, courtesy of the prophets. Yo, what the heck, street prophets are called crazy. <laughs> what is this, comedy routine now? <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> <coughs> Okay, then we have Queen Zelina and Carmella defeated the women's tag team champions, Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash. So, it says here, Queen Zelina and Carmella walked into action with just the crown and mask, respectively, but they walked out as the new... New Dirty Women's Tattoo Championships after Zelina hit Nikki Ash with the co red to win a hard fought battle and capture championship goal for her team. Holy smokes! They finally doing something for Thea Trinidad. What the fruit does this took this so long for for Dirty to pull this? This. I mean. I thought she'll never gonna have. I thought she'll never ever be happy after the uh the Creed's Crown tournament. Ugh, I was really about this. I was really hope she was gonna leave if Dudley and join her husband in AEW. Uh, sheesh! Took that so long. <laughs> uh, so I guess we have uh, championships changing as Cedric Alexander ended up defeating Reggie and then Dana Book defeated Cedric Alexander. And it says here, Cedric Alexander did the unthinkable by defeating Reggie for the 24-7 championship courtesy of an awesome lumber R check. After the match, the 24-7 titles rules were officially back in effect, and that naturally led a medley, which shockingly saw Dana Brooke 
Dana Brooke crowns the new 24-7 champion after she hit Alexander with a wild diving neck and left our fellow Tyler pursuit is stunned. Oh my god! No way! <laughs> Wait, now the now the women have all almost have all the belts. <laughs> we just we just somebody needs to catch in the Intercontinental Championship in the United States Championship. <laughs> the women will be more better than the men. <laughs> nah, I'm just getting around. <laughs> but that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I think I think the women gonna have. More, I think the women have more championship belts than the men will ever have. <laughs> of course, until somebody beats her. <laughs> I hope it's our truth. I don't know why, but I hope it's him. And then, of course, we have Bobby Lashley defeat Ray and nominate Mysterio in a handicapped match. So, apparently, Lashley took on him against the father and son. And it says here, the father-son duel of Ray Mysterio and his son, Dom Ray and Dominic Mysterio, put forth an valid effort. But having the numerous games on their sides was still a match for the Almighty. After the fun son duel pressed with a double six one nine and battle packs big splashes, Bobby Lashley asserted his dominance by hitting Ray with a vicious spear and following up by putting Dominic in the heart locker to earn a statement victory. Oh boy <laughs> Okay, somebody in Somebody in creative needs to get their ass kicked for this one. Sorry for the swear, but why? Why are we forcing Bobby Lashley to take on against the Mysterio boys? Somebody explain to me why. Mm -hmm. Okay, then we have the United States champion Damian Priest against Sammy's defeated Sami Zayn. It says here, after Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz crashed Damian Priest's United States Championship Open Challenges, things took a turn as Cruz actually denied taking his title opportunity tonight in Brooklyn. That prompts Sami Zayn to step in and try to seize an opportunity of his own, but he fell short, capturing the gold when Priest unleashed his Damian style in and dropkick the master strategist with the reckoning for the run. <laughs> Crazy. And then, of course, we have Denny Champion Big E defeated Austin Theory. Austin Theory may have stole Mr. Man's precious Cleopatra egg, but his gun was rewarded with a Denny Championship opportunity in Raw's main event. When Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens decided to take a closer look from the announcer stable, the Sharks were certainly circling for Big E, but the Denny champion withstood it all by hitting Theory with a swift big ending to retain his title. The championship the champ wasn't done by making statements as he followed up by bringing the fight to both Rollins and Owens, culminating with another massive big ending to the visionary of the trip. <laughs> okay, first of all, who comes? Someone again. Somebody created needs to get <laughs> needs the whooping. All right, who came up with the visionary of dread first? I'm like that is like the cringiest thing ever. 
Okay, so all jokes aside, um, I find it too funny things went completely down, especially these four things. Now, the one thing I was hoping to see out of was I don't know how much treatment Duddy would continue, especially with uh with uh Thea Trinidad or uh at least with Kevin. Oh, it's or more likely Kevin Steen. I mean, cause there are rumor mills still flying that, uh, Kevin may not, may be done with Duddy. But as of right now, I think Duddy's trying to nix those rumors right now. Oh. And try to keep Kevin in. But unless this is a cr- crazy way of writing him off the sh- write him off completely. So he can go, so he can be released and then go somewhere else. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. But pretty safe to safely to say that I'm glad that there is something else that's going on. Now, speaking about some other things, I know while I'm talking about SmackDown, I mean, well, Duddy Raw and, of course, Survivor Series, here's something that I should talk to you guys about. Well, there are two things that happened during, uh, happened, I guess, probably during Dunity E Raw, or probably happened when Raw went off the air. So, apparently, it turns out there might be one or two fans, uh, went after a couple of Dunity Raw superstars, um, precisely Seth Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins, Montez Boyd, MPV, and Sami Zayn. Now, I don't know what the story is about this situation. Apparently, I just mentioned that, but let me explain about this one about this who went some thrust, some fan attacked Seth Rollins. Apparently, it was been revealed that Seth Rollins and you know he is you know as known as the visionary trip well apparently there are pe- there are people precisely i w- i'm not going to be specifically cuz whoever is doing this probably is a man uh is catfishing pretending to be Seth Rollins and it probably happened on Instagram and usually they they always will appear if you leave a comment on the real Seth Rollins or any actually anybody who's verified on social media uh and who's in pro wrestling and they will appear these so much fake eggs and either they're doing this through either they're scouting or they have a com- or a bot cuz usually cuz of this and I don't know why Instagram is allowing this but there are those who are have been pretending to be these wrestlers and I've been reporting them as a lot of them. And somehow Instagram is for some reason allowing this to happen and they shouldn't be. Anyway, so I guess for this guy is he got suckered. I think cuz I believe it's a guy. He got suckered uh to suckered by this and ended up um 
<laughs> ended up got catfished by somebody to pretending to be him and, and stole money off of this guy. So apparently he decides to show up up on Denny Raw and attack Seth Rollins. And so apparently that's what's been going on. And I, I don't know who would do that to uh do that, but yeah, <laughs> somebody got. Oh, of course, somebody got the video of it. Uh, what happened when Seth was going was walking, heading into his back, and <laughs> and the fan came out of nowhere and attacked him. So apparently, uh, so now I don't know. And apparently, somebody said, and then for the fan, they think we're trying to claim it's, oh, it's just for show, but not really. So, it was very awkward to have this happen, but I feel like it's really bad enough. Now, I feel sorry for Seth Rollins as her guy an attack like that. Now, I know Duddy could do better than that. I mean,. Actually, I will tell you something. We're actually this situation about these wrestling fans really ridiculous. It reminds me of the time actually started about oh, nearly almost oh, I'm about to say probably two, nearly almost over a decade ago. Um, what happened was I was watching SmackDown and I saw and they've shown off Batista, and suddenly there was a. Uh, somehow there was a weird wrestling fan, a weird daddy fan, came right on the camera and right and do it in front of Batista. And I was like, who the heck is this person think they are? And I don't know how this happened. Now, I don't know if it was a goof or daddy allowed this to happen or somebody... <laughs> Got a little too crazy. And then, of course, there was another time somebody went after, I guess, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and I think even John Moxley, um, when they were part of the Shield, when Moxley was uh, part of WWE before he uh, left to join AEW. Um, And I don't know if that was entirely somebody went after them, but it was just bad. And and of course, you know, there's some other weird things. So yeah, so there was that situation. Now there was another situation with another wrestling, another Duddy fan. This time, decided to go talk trash towards uh Montez board because I guess something must have happened in their dark match and apparently somebody caught this on camera and not only I think they were disrespecting Montez Ford but they also ended up disrespecting I guess MPV and then probably almost got into a fight with uh, Sami Zayn uh, I think this I, don't, I think this might be a different wrestling fan but either way as a as a wrestling fan, I don't care if you're a huge. I don't care if you are a stand for either AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, or you're such a casual wrestling fan. And it's and I have an advice for anybody. Please, for the love of humanity, do not go 
and do anything to embarrass yourself of that you could end up being in trouble for. And what I mean by is, well, apparently, the um, I know there are wrestling, wrestling fans can go so far. Apparently, there's the case of one wrestling fan. Actually, it was a Duddy fan, but uh, even though I would say this person is very much a very sick individual. And what happened was, they ended up going into the... Uh, Somehow, uh, found the Duddy Duddy Performance Center. Even though it's actually you can easily Google this this, but somehow, um, they found the place and they tried to break through. Um, they I think because they were after somebody I forget who it was, and this happened like I don't know years ago, and I think that. I think it was right around the time I think Daddy uh, Performance Center Daddy and sorry. <coughs> the Daddy Performance Center was uh getting going, and they tried to and this person he actually tried to interfere, and then he actually brought in in some kind of uh no no thing I'm gonna say it's something that I don't want to say, but um. They did that, that, and they ended up getting arrested. And I think it's not they. I think it was more of a he. So he ended up got arrested for this, and he did. And he was also got uh, cited for. Uh, no, they got a restraining order on this guy, and then he tried to do it again, or something like that. I don't know, but. What I'm just trying to say is, please, do not fall for anything badly enough that can end up embarrassing you. Especially for somebody who got scammed by, uh, Seth Rollins, somebody pretending to be Seth Rollins. If you see somebody who is not Seth Rollins, and they're not verified on, if you see somebody pretending to be Seth Rollins, and they are not, and by the way, if they don't have a blue verified check mark. Eric, Eric, they are not the real deal. And usually I always get this, and because when that happens, I do is I ended up reporting <laughs> thing. these uh, phonies. So, so that's what I do. It's just hit report. And then I go to report account, and then pretend to be somebody, and then I go to a celebrity, a celebrity or public figure, and then I would go to hit some support, and then I do search, and then I search for uh, Seth Rollins, and then I report send it through, because you know. And by the way, it's not just Seth Rollins. Usually, I always get either somebody pretending to be Claudio Castagnoli, a.k.a. Cesaro, or, uh, or Sheamus. Yet, some of them even try to pretend to be real, but they end up going after my other Instagram account that I don't much promote so much unless I t- do sometimes. want to sleep with the foods and stuff. But that's how I'm feeling right now. It's just that people are pretending to be these 
people who are verified is being out of control. Oh, and and you have to report them immediately. And you shouldn't be scammed by these people. Because oh, they are really... They need to be removed off of social media. or And worse, they need to be, like... For somebody to catfish and take money, that they should be thrown away. And they need to be thrown in jail and be put away for good. Either way, that's all I'm just saying about this. And so, anyway. Um... So yes, my advice to you is be careful. If, if you see somebody messaging you and they're not a wrestler or a verified account that you know of, except for somehow Alex Reynolds is not being verified. I mean, I don't know. Unless Instagram and... Instagram and uh, Twitter can verify Alex Reynolds, please. Uh, probably they won't verify him because he has YouTube on in the name. <laughs> but still, um, please verify him. And so, anyway, uh, yeah. So I don't end up getting, uh, people, got, uh, scammers pretending to be him. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's all I'm just trying to say is so my advice to anybody please don't be a fool contact and a real wrestler <coughs> just because you got scammed best thing you should do is you go talk to um, best thing is to look through Instagram and explain to them what happened and if Instagram can't do anything, I highly recommend you report this to the police. Now, unless the police tells you to go talk to Instagram, try to explain that Instagram refused to help. So, yeah. So that's much I'm going to say. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to please support me. Th- please support me by uh, following this. If you want to send money to me in support, for this podcast uh, Cash App and Venmo is in the description. Thank you for listening. Bye!